Hi folks. I'm Sadia Tariq and you're listening to Dhani the podcast. On this show, I speak to medical practitioners, poets, authors, mindful experts, therapists, artists, corporate world influencers, fashion designers and humanists from all over the world, where they share their journey of well-being, personal growth, learnings and struggles and knowledge seeking. This podcast is a first. Why? Because I am talking to three teenage boys, Imad, Ismail, and Omar, in this podcast. This is primarily a reflection and insight into the young teenage minds and how they have discovered themselves and how they've dealt with the lockdown. And to be honest. it has huge learnings for us adults as well ismail omar and imad welcome to dhani and thank you so much for your time thank you for having us thank you for the invite i've been looking forward to this So boys we are connecting over three time zones and over three continents and um you guys have been um you are on the brink of uh, university admissions and applications and what not and it's just just sort of your last final year in school and then as 2020 began uh all of us although we're interspread over the world but all of us experience the same thing which is the lockdown so my most basic question for our conversation today is coming from you guys how have you treated the lockdown or how has the lockdown treated you imad go yeah i could go first um sure so uh over the lockdown um you know it started in march so that was like about 6 months ago in karachi and um so as soon as like the lockdown started it was like a global thing it hadn't so it, it came out of china and you know it was going around the world it didn't really hit pakistan until mid march um but by then the rest of the world was pretty much locked down so um back then it was pretty much this anxiety of, and like lack of knowledge of what's going on you know and how long it's going to last and is there a light and uh, at the end of the tunnel and how far is that light um so it was really like uh there was that sense of like dread you know like you don't know and mm-hmm. it's an anxiety like a anxiety prone uh time for me so mm-hmm. um that was just at the start and there was also this sense of dread because living in pakistan uh the the coronavirus kind of it came a bit later than europe and uh, other places in the world so there was this sense of dread from looking at countries like italy and spain that uh pakistan given its population and like the density of population here how uh the surge of cases might be throughout pakistan um but as time went on that was sort of anticlimactic which is uh, you know thank thank god for that um sure, the cases yeah. the cases weren't too bad in pakistan and uh so far it's been pretty much under control um so that's pretty much been like my feelings about the lockdown and how it's been for me um we just had like 
two weeks, two weeks or three weeks in lockdown. It wasn't all together that much, but um, during the lockdown, it was pretty bad. Uh, you know, it's just sitting at home and not having any social contact with friends that you were just seeing in school like a month back. That was hard, and it definitely put a distance between me and some of my friends, especially, you know, like seeing someone and chatting with them over uh, text is definitely a different, very different thing. So mm. that was the feeling. Mm. So just hold on to the thought and just stay here. And Ismail, you want to take the mic and you want to talk about how you've been? Uh, sure. So... You know, like Imad said, uh, a lot of the same stuff as Imad said. So here uh, in the States, the lockdown started in March, and obviously the States have been really bad. Uh, it was uh, a bit slow. Uh, and in the beginning, it was, like Imad said, it was Italy and Spain. It was those countries that were, you know, they had the cases rising, and we were hearing more about those places in the news. And we weren't really that worried in the States. You know, we just thought it's just another flu. And in March, when schools were going to close down, we just thought the schools would open up in a bit uh, after a couple of weeks and it wouldn't be too bad. But then it just kept going and it kept going and it didn't end. And then we weren't back in school. Uh, and we're not going back to school this fall either. Uh, so, mm -hmm. so, yeah. So when that hit, obviously when school stopped, I was, I didn't really expect it to last that long. I actually thought it would be kind of nice as a break. And I didn't think too much of the pandemic. But mm. obviously as time passed by and I realized, it doesn't seem like schools are going to open anytime soon. The same feelings. Um, I had the same feelings that Ahmad had. It was kind. It was kind of hard to uh, keep in touch with my friends, and that was something uh, which I, f I felt like I had a lot more time, but I didn't have anything to fill the time with. So I had to find other outlets for my time. Uh, I started uh, picking. I picked up some different sports uh, like tennis, and then I would uh, try to call my friends as much as possible. But still, it's not the same as Ahmad said. And Umar, what are your sentiments? So the cases really started to rise in the UK around March. And I think that's when uh, school closed for me as well. And initially, like I was kind of happy because it was a break. So why not? But then slowly into it, I realized that I'd much rather be at school. I'd much rather sort of learn everything in person rather than online. And I'm personally someone who likes to always keep myself busy. so. So it was possibly even more hard for me because I wasn't able to meet friends and etc. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, gathering from what you guys are, are talking about, so it seems that you've gone through an entire spectrum of, as Imad said, dread. And then there is an uncertainty. And then there is, as, as Ismail said, that you couldn't quite wrap your head around the fact that is it happening, is it not happening? And mostly, most of us were sort of thinking that, you know, okay, it, it'll open soon and, and we never realized that it wasn't going to. And yes, for people who want to, for people like Omar who want to sort of keep themselves productively busy, it was more difficult. Now, coming, um, sort of honing into the academic bit, how has online learning been for you guys? Um, I could start again, yeah. Uh, so we've had about a month and a half with the online learning. Back when the school shut down in March, we didn't continue the semester. It just pretty much ended there. Um, so now we have classes on Google, uh, 
you know google meet or on zoom uh so i mean i mean it's fine it's, uh, it's not the same i i'd rather i well there's like uh there there are ups and downs of uh online learning right so mm. one thing is like you feel a bit a bit more disconnected it's not the same uh on the teachers part because my mom's a teacher so i can understand that on the teachers part it's even harder to teach because you don't know what the students doing and sure. it's true for the students as well because you know it's it's easy it's very easy now to just sit there mute your mic and not really do anything mm. um but uh i think i had that self control where you know i still pay attention in class i still uh take down some notes but again it's not really the same and especially because there's no really there's nothing really like there's no tests being taken we're not being there's no way for them to grade us on our classwork mm. um and whatever due dates they set you know you can always say oh i didn't have internet that's a very valid excuse in in pakistan given sure. load shedding yeah. so you can say uh there was no electricity there was no internet or my generator wasn't working or i didn't have data anything you know there are numerous um excuses you can use and um students use them they still do i try not to but you know uh sometimes it, it can it can really like be tough waking up every day and not really going to school you're just sitting at home so you have to wake up and sit at home and yeah. so like <laughs> That's, that's strange that's something that's strange to yeah it's very strange to do so yeah that's pretty much been mm. the academic side of it mm uh, it's my yeah uh, my experience with online school was a bit different so here uh, or at least in my school uh we were doing so it was all online but we didn't have to attend any live classes so the teachers would so we had finished most of the syllabus uh, the you know the curriculum for the courses so it was mostly just review and uh, practicing uh, different concepts so most of our work was just like uh, do this worksheet complete this set of problems and then turn it in and there was absolutely zero teacher interaction except for um what we had what were called office hours where you could join a call with a teacher and then ask them specific questions uh but other than that i mean we were completely cut off from our teachers uh they would just give us the work and the main thing for me was once i lost all the interaction with teachers and my friends at school uh i kind of completely lost the motivation to do any extra studying so mm. i was just going off doing the bare minimum cuz when you're, when you're not in that environment of school then i mean there's nothing really pushing you to you know go above and beyond and do what is more than necessary uh so i just I you know completed yeah. completed my assignments on time uh, i would do my assignments with my friends so it would probably take up it would probably end up taking twice as long with my friends uh but it made it bearable instead of just uh being completely isolated Mm, mm, interesting. Omar. Um so we have uh, had our online lessons on Zoom since school closed in March and they continue till about June when um school closed formally. But uh, I personally don't think they were very effective only because like Imad said you're so disconnected from like the students and the teacher that you just can't learn as much and to sort of deal with that situation my uh, only strategy was to try and understand most things on my own and try and complete the assignments of my own and if i really needed any help then i would probably email my teacher or ask a friend mm-hmm. especially near my ap exams 
the zoom situation actually made it even harder because closer to your exam you're trying to sort of learn as much as you can and squeeze as much and that just doesn't really happen on zoom but at the same time at the same time since generally because of the lockdown we're so socially disconnected it was still kind of nice to be able to catch up with your teachers and your friends like on the online classes yeah so there was a silver lining hmm how was that ap uh, online for you the ap online um As i think they, they tried to make it um harder by obviously giving us less time but it sort of helped me because um the entire uh, syllabus didn't come in the exam it was a bit shorter and there weren't as many parts so there's sort of um in some ways it was good but then in some ways it was um not so good mm a silver uh, lining for sure is my yeah i was going to say uh, with the ap exams as well uh so that they, they did cut down the syllabus and i actually kind of liked how i had to study much less uh for a lot mm. of the exams cuz i knew that they were going to only um uh ask questions based off of a small portion or like a certain type of question uh and so on so i also i also like the environment of taking the test at my home you know i'd get up a bit later and then i would go outside uh play basketball or fresh, get my mind fresh and then i would take the exam so i i enjoyed taking those exams online <laughs> good good okay so all three of you have mentioned a sense of uncertainty anxiety dread so tell me how how did you know that you were feeling dread or anxiety because um, you know it's what what was going on what were you losing appetite were you losing sleep was it difficult for you to identify what you were going through how did you actually place your finger on the pulse that okay i am feeling anxious so Imad. with me um well and ever since like i was like 4 or 5 i've had a uh, minor anxiety so i could i can tell when i'm feeling anxious or something like that there's like this mm-hmm. sense of it's just this sense in my in my gut you know uh it kind mm-hmm. of it's like a ner- it's a nervous feeling but it's a bad nervous and um mm-hmm. it it leaves you feeling useless and un- and lazy and like you just you don't want to do anything but at the same time you feel restless um and i could i could easily tell that i was you know getting down by everything that was pouring in through my phone um you know a thousand more cases in spain um you know a hundred countries now have coronavirus so um all the news that was coming and it kind of it was kind of like a snowball effect so uh at the start it's like there's that lockdown that comes in and and when you're at home you're not really doing anything you're just sitting at home especially because uh, my school didn't even continue so all of a sudden i was just i was just at home not doing anything and when you're sitting at home not doing anything um especially in this age you're just like kind of on your phone you're on social media or you're yeah. on some sort of internet and you're seeing all this news that's coming in um and the news wasn't just it was the news was mostly bad but not just about the coronavirus i mean things that were happening in the united states um about a month and a half ago um all the riots and protests all the racial injustice and then um things problems that already existed but may not have been so urgent um and so uh you know like highlighted before before the uh, coronavirus like um things that didn't come to my attention like in china 
the the plight of like the Muslims there, the Uyghur Muslims. Mm. That was really that was really coming through because I had kind of I had kind of found that out. I knew it was happening, but I found that out during lockdown more and more, and I started researching, and that really that really sort of I don't know it sort of placed this uneasiness in my inside of me because um, the Pakistani government is hands in hands with the Chinese, and yet you know there's all these Muslims with minorities that are being persecuted in internment camps, and all of this bad news was just sort of giving me that I could feel that inside me, you know, like a pit in my stomach and a, a bad mm. sort of anxiety, and I could trace it to inside of me. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Ismail. Yeah. Uh, so, and like like Imad said, there was obviously a lot of going on, and it's completely normal at this time. I think everyone does have a sense of some anxiety, and you know that can uh, range on your different that can range based on your personality. And for me, I definitely did feel a bit anxious. However, I I didn't. I'm not generally someone who keeps up too much with the news. I'm probably disconnected from. Uh, other countries around the world in the sense that I don't really follow the news too much but obviously I did feel uh, some anxiety and that was mostly uh, I was able to you know sense that anxiety through my lack of motivation to do much work and then I wouldn't I would you know I wouldn't do work and then it would just come back as guilt and then it would just be like a cycle. Omar what do you have to say? So um, let's say in the middle of lockdown around April May this is when I started sort of realizing that, you know, there's not much to look forward to. School isn't going to open again. And at the same time, my exams were coming. And because I was already so stressed about them, I started feeling more nervous and anxious. And sometimes I just wouldn't even know why. So as a result, like I wasn't as motivated to be productive because, as I said before, things were only just getting worse and there was nothing to look forward to in the future. Usually, like being able to do things and keeping yourself busy prevents you from thinking this way. And it was even worse because you couldn't do that either. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. So fast forward to now. Where are you placing yourself? Because the uncertainty uh, goes on. Are you feeling any better? Are you? Do you think you have things in control? Do you think you've lost these? Uh, so so the question is is two pronged basically it could be talking about a loss it could be talking about a gain or it could be both so now if you were to look back do you think you've lost something and what is it do you think you've gained something what is it or both imad you want to go first It's been a mix of both. Um, lockdown's obviously been tough. So um, I think uh, something that I've gained is maybe uh, a control on my emotions. As I was saying, there was just a lot of mm. dread and anxiety, and I didn't really want to bring that out uh, in my family. And I knew that everyone was feeling that way in the family, and you can't mm. bring it out to your family because you know you don't want to put anything extra on them. They're already feeling sure. the same things, if not worse, than you. So, um, you know, I kind of gained that habit of uh, of taking that feeling and putting it into something more productive. Like, as Ismail said, um, there's that, that when you get unproductive, you feel guilty. And then, you know, it's like a cycle of just constant mm-hmm. that. So 
I really learned to take myself out of that cycle and I picked up some habits that, you know, I kind of dropped um, uh, before the lockdown. Like I used to read when I was uh, like five or six, but then I kind of stopped in the middle, like during uh, when I was like 14, 15, and I stopped reading as much. And then um, now when the lockdown happened, you know, I picked up a book and I was just reading it. And um, mm-hmm. that's been really helpful. And um, I also started working out a bit more so because my dad got some weights from a store so you know that kind of forced me to work out and be productive uh, with my own body as well. Ismail what do you have to say on that? Right Uh, so personally I mean uh, as far as lockdown goes I've had it pretty easy I don't think I lost too much uh, compared to other people around the world obviously Uh, the one one thing other than school would be that uh, I couldn't play squash anymore because it was an indoor sport, so I kind of lost that when the lockdown shut down, uh, when the lockdown uh, came about. But then through that, I also gained uh, two other things. I started playing squat, uh, tennis, and I started going biking a lot more. Uh, so that's something mm-hmm. I gained from that. And I would mm-hmm. say probably the biggest thing that I gained was an appreciation for my family. Just like seeing uh, other friends who live alone in an apartment for college, or like uh, other friends who are in their dorm and they can't come back. Uh, and just seeing people who live alone, uh, their lockdown seems so much more miserable than those who have, uh, they're surrounded by their family. So I really started to appreciate having a family around you constantly, much more. How amazing is that? Lovely. Omar. So obviously during the entire lockdown period, like I wanted to become more active. So one thing I picked up was cycling and I just used to cycle a lot. And I feel like it was really nice because while I was cycling, I would just sort of have my headphones in and just forget about everything for like that time period. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, like, uh, I feel like I've also like become like a more patient individual because there was this one point where I realized that this entire situation was going to take a while to get better. So I just decided to sort of stay determined and wait for things to slip through. Um simultaneously i feel like i lost a bit of self-confidence because as we all know it was a pretty stressful situation and uh, i did think that things would sort of normalize last week when i returned back to school but then when i saw like all the safety protocols and everything it just sort of made me realize that you know it's not over and there's just even mm. more uncertainty i i understand i gather wow guys it's been uh quite uh, informative talking to you guys and I am um, um, what can I say I'm impressed and inspired to hear how um, on an individual basis you guys have managed to to move forward and to realize what you're going through which I feel is so important uh, to tap into our emotions and to tap into uh, exactly what we're feeling rather than shying away from it. Talking of shying away, and this is the last question towards you guys. So anything that you sort of avoided, it could be social media as well, as Ismail said, that he, um, you know, he just tried to stay away from news. So last question, what were you shying away from? Um, So... I just wanted to add one thing to the previous question, something that I lost during the lockdown, if that's okay. I just want to add something quick. Um, So before lockdown, it was like, 
um, my mentality was that uh, as long as I'm doing things properly, as, as long as I'm uh, doing well academically and um, if I'm career focused, you know, like my life is going to be good, you know, um, my mm-hmm. life will be fine if, if I can do these things. But then when the lockdown hit and I was just sitting at home kind of, um, you know, just not really doing anything, I realized that um, I lost the sense that I have everything in my control. You know, I lost that sense yeah. that I can, I can like go out there and I can just change, I can just do this and my life will be better automatically, you know, because mm. when the lockdown came, you're just sitting at home, you're not doing anything. So I lost that certainty that I can make myself feel better when the entire world was pretty much out of everyone's control. You know, how can you put your life into your own control? So that was something that I kind of uh, lost. And, um, as for something that I avoided, um, well, after after that period of time where I was focusing on all the horrible things happening around the world, I mean, even now, horrible things happening in Karachi, um, it's hard to it's hard to not focus on it, and I think that I've I've I haven't fully avoided or I haven't fully tried pushing that those, those things away, but I've definitely put a distance between myself and all the bad news, um, mm. just for my own sake, you know, just sure, uh, keeping sure. keeping that negativity negativity away, and making sure that mm. I'm okay, you know. So that's something that I avoided. Mm. I think. Mm. Super. Ismail, what do you have to say on this? Uh, I I don't really have much that I was avoiding. Except I, I will agree with Ahmad. I was uh, sort of um, uh, avoiding the news just to, to keep my mood up. And obviously the other thing, I was just uh, avoiding people for social distancing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Of course, weren't we all? Omar. So even though, you know, obviously the lockdown makes everyone demotivated, I even though there was also a lot of unpredictability, um, I just sort of tried my best not to be inactive and lazy because i felt like at the same time this was a good opportunity to like make good use of all like the free time that you have and i feel like i could like focus more towards like my priorities like exercise and studies and i felt like that also kind of made it a bit better for me the entire lockdown situation Mm. Mm. so boys can i just say that after listening to you you guys have uh perhaps matured in the last six months to a degree where you are talking about certain realizations and certain tapping into feelings and certain things that you already know what to embrace and what to avoid, which we as adults and me as Umar's mom, and we're realizing this now in in our adult life. So uh, clap, clap, clap for all three of you. Uh, Well done and uh, well done in your uh, academic endeavors and thank you once again for being on Thani. It was a very, very um, exciting episode for me. Thank you, boys. Thank you very much. Thank you you for having us. It was a really good time.